0: The following program is made possible with support from the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Let Dr. David Bank recapture your youthful look. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. Welcome to Shine On, the health and happiness show with Casey and Ella's Leash Production. This is a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD.
1: Hi, it's Casey, and today we shine on with the answer to a question that has been debated by Italian-Americans for ages. I asked chef and restaurateur Lydia Bastianich, is it sauce or is it gravy?
2: Sauce, if it's uh, light, I would say marinara, tomato sauce. And gravy, if it has in braciole, and sausages
1: and meatballs and so on. Finalmente, we have an answer. Lydia Bastianich will give a talk at Terrytown Music Hall, Friday, December 2nd. Get tickets at org. She is on the way. What a delight. And we'll meet psychologist Dr. Paul Coleman, who has a very simple formula for making a good life.
3: This really boils down to realizing that every choice you make has a ripple effect, good or bad. And are you going to choose to try to bring about a positive ripple effect, even in the smallest way?
1: Thanks for tuning in to Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, an Ella's Leash production, brought to you by Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology in Mount Kisco. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. Well, hello, holiday shoppers. Don't finish it all this weekend. Put Sunday, December 11th on your calendar for Shine On, the Health and Happiness Shopping Expo. It's at Mount Carmel Hall, 8th Street, Inverplank. Come sip some tea or champagne as you shop from many healthy, healing vendors. KCRadio.com has more. Now, with Thanksgiving behind us, we look forward to Christmas cooking and baking. Chef Lydia Bastianich of LydiasItaly.com is an Emmy Award-winning television host, best-selling cookbook author, and restaurateur. You can meet her and talk to her next Friday, December second, when she comes to Terrytown Music Hall to give a
2: talk, which I get to moderate. What's that going to be like? Oh, well, it's wonderful. It's kind of a get-to-know Lydia in a very comfortable setting, you know, uh, in connection with the audience. And uh, I'm going to talk about uh, Lydia Mastering the Art of Italian Cuisine, my latest book, and all the techniques and the tasks that go into making that book and the uh, techniques and the description of the of the products and so on. So we're going to talk about the book. We're also going to go into into uh, whatever, whatever. Casey, you lead me into, you know, the questions <laughs> about my life. I think people are always interested to get sort of into it, get to know Lydia's story. You know, my whole story as an immigrant, my story as a mother, as a grandmother, as a woman business person in the restaurant industry, a very tough industry. You know, how did I fare? How, how did it feel? to be a woman? Uh, What are the obstacles of women in an industry? Um, All of those questions, you know, my philosophy on life, you know, uh, how I believe in, in the table and family and getting together and how important that is. Uh, for families and children when they grow up to know, to know their food, to be at the table with their their friends and family. uh, And, you know, ultimately, uh, to be able to prepare the food to put on that table and make it simple and make it easy. And, you know, kind of um, make, uh, let them know out there that everybody can cook a, a, a meal, a good meal. It's not all that hard. And then, of course, we're going to take questions, direct questions, uh, what the audience really wants to know specifically about me. So it's 360 degree degrees of Lydia.
1: Oh, wonderful. Well, I know what the very first question from the audience is going to be. So let's just
2: ask it now and get it over with. All right. <laughs> is, is it sauce or is it gravy? Ah, uh, my goodness. And that's an ongoing kind of question, saga, whatever. You know, in Italian, we have the equivalent of uh, uh, sugo e salsa. Sugo, which I would equate to gravy, uh, in Italian means that it has some sort of meat or protein in it. Uh, Salsa, uh, which is sauce, means uh, that it's tomato, light, without any major protein uh, inclusion. So, uh, sauce, if it's uh, light, I would say marinara, tomato sauce, and gravy if it has in bracciola and sausages and meatballs and so on.
1: Oh, finally, finally we get the answer. <laughs> That's beautiful, Lydia. Thank you so much. So, uh, tell us, what was your Thanksgiving feast like, and did you cook?
2: You know, Casey, I did cook, because, you know, I, I, I'm like, like a mother hen. I want all my chickadees around, and I love the table is my uh, kind of centerpiece and uh, i love thanksgiving because you know all the holidays uh, inevitably are very italian for us but thanksgiving is a way for us to celebrate america and for us to be thankful for the for the opportunities uh, that america gave us and as an immigrant and so i love thanksgiving uh, i love the turkey i make cranberry uh, my daughter-in-law makes the cranberry my daughter makes the stuffing uh, i do sweet potatoes that's not to say that I don't have an antipasto before that, and a little tortellini in brodo. But the the piece of resistance, the piece of resistance, the turkey, with but you know what I do to the turkey to make it a little bit? I glaze it with balsamic vinegar. Oh. Uh, and it gives it a, 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 ma, a, a mahogany uh, top, and it is just delicious. So next year, you put that down, save it, and try it.
1: I promise I will. That's a great idea. Now, how about Christmas Eve and the seven fishes? Do you do that?
2: <laughs> so Christmas Eve is all about the fishes. Now, you know, the, the seven, the 13, that's more of a Southern Italian kind of, you know, you need to have your seven. Uh, the Northern Italian, I come from the North, is, yes, fish, but we don't have a number on the fishes. But the one thing that must be present is the bacala, the bacala, uh, and some kind of fish, white fish or sardines, in savor, in a marination of of onions and vinegar sauce, and the bacala mantecato. Those two things must be on our Christmas Eve table. Beautiful. All right. What is the name of your new cookbook? Uh, mastering Lydia masters the art of Italian cuisine.
1: Lydia masters the art of Italian cuisine, and we're all going to come and see you in Terrytown. And where can we go now for more information?
2: Well, you go to com, and you can get the information, the timing, and even order the tickets. She's a peach.
1: Lydia Bastianich, come see her next Friday night at Terrytown Music Hall. Make it an early holiday gift for yourself or someone you love, and I will see you there. You can also go to Terrytownmusichall.org for tickets. Hi, it's Casey, and this is Shine On, the health and happiness show. Maybe you're not the happiest this time of year. I get it. The holidays can make us a little sad, and for many, there is something to grieve. Dr. Paul Coleman wrote a book that can help, Finding Peace When Your Heart Is in Pieces.
3: Well, you know, I've been a psychologist in this area for 30 years, and grief and loss is a big part of what people come in for. It may not just be about the loss of a loved one. It could be the loss of a career or a major health crisis that renders a person maybe not capable of doing the kinds of things that they want to do. Um, So loss and and how to deal with loss is is very common. So I wanted to write something that perhaps hasn't been written about in this way before.
1: Right, and what makes your way a little bit different?
3: Well, it's, it's, I talk about the bigger picture, which is that when, the, when the, the bottom falls out from your life, for whatever reason, somebody passes away, you lose your job, but things are not the same anymore. You're actually embarking on a journey um, that has somewhat predictable pathways that you are going to meet up with. And I talk about these pathways and what you can expect at each one and what's going to help your journey move you forward and what is going to get you
2: stuck.
1: Wow. I know when many people are facing a crisis or grief, they don't even realize that they're on a road. Everything feels like they're in a blur. But you say there's a journey that's going to move them along.
3: Yes, there is a journey with predictable stages. And this, the, the second phase after the bottom falls out, I call it the path of inspiration. But in movies, we some, in movie making, we sometimes call it the wandering phase. This is where the hero of the story all of a sudden has to deal with whatever the calamity is this may be best brought out by the movie The Wizard of Oz, since everyone's so familiar with it, that's where Dorothy literally has to walk on the yellow brick road, and she doesn't know what's up ahead. She just knows she wants to see the wizard, but she has no idea what she's going to face, and so she feels somewhat lost, and that's what a lot of people feel during that phase.
1: You know, and I think of The Wizard of Oz, and I think how it's a microcosm for life, you know, we all have to grow up, leave the familiar behind, go out, meet friend and foe along the way and find our way back you know a little bit wiser for the journey
3: that's exactly what it's about i remember as a child asking my parents you know why didn't Glinda the good witch tell her just to click her heels at the first time they met wouldn't that have been the, the easiest way back home but the truth is dorothy had to go on the journey because she had to learn some things she had to become courageous and she had to appreciate home Um, and, And that required the journey. And that's what all of our journeys are about is we have lessons to learn and we have to grow and transform and become hopefully better human beings. But usually it starts with some kind of major upheaval that we really didn't ask for.
1: So when you asked that question of your parents when you were just a little boy, they probably looked at each other and said, yeah, this one's going to be a psychologist.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think they said, well, there wouldn't be a movie. Right, right. (laughs) You know, but that's how it is in life. If we got all of our answers quickly and we knew what to do, we wouldn't have a life, would we? We There'd be no adventure. Right. And
1: we're here for the adventure.
3: We but really are.
1: Speaking really of grief, you know, when people see things on the television like neo Nazis saluting the next uh, president, there's a lot of grief around that because as a country we've come so far in terms of hu- basic human rights. Now to see these ugly pictures again in 2016, that can make people filled with grief.
3: There's a lot of ugliness going on. We've, we've discovered ourselves as a more divided nation than, than we ever realized. And that's something that now we Americans have to deal with and transform about. And it really does start with ourselves. We can point to all the other people that need to change or need to improve our lives, their lives. But we also have to look inward. You know, what am I doing that might be perpetuating problems? Even on Facebook, how many times do people say nasty things yeah. on Facebook? And they think they're being maybe wise or they think they're being Strong in their opinions, but they're actually pushing people away and maybe provoking people to take a hard line stand rather than to find a middle ground. So we all have to look inward. What are we doing to make the world a better place? Our little patch of the world. And if we can focus on that, we we can make some headway.
1: Right. And what can we do? I know I I have a circle of women page uh, on Facebook. It's a little group where we all get together. And in this time of turmoil, I wrote two words, love more just love more. I don't know what else yeah. to say. I don't know what else to do. But maybe you can tell us, doctor, what can we do in times Well so it's Well, it, it
3: just really boils down to realizing that every choice you make has a ripple effect, good or bad. And are you going to choose to try to bring about a positive ripple effect, even in the smallest way? I was at the airport in Orlando uh, last year, And it was so crowded, it took about an hour and a half just to get through security. And there was a lady behind me about halfway through the hour and a half who was very distressed about missing her flight, possibly. So I asked her if she'd like to switch places with me. Now, I saved her maybe 15 seconds of time. But her whole demeanor changed. She became brighter, upbeat. We chatted. She was happy. All because of that simple act. And I realized that, you know, what she wanted was to know that her plane was going to, she's going to make her plane on time. But what she needed was to know that somebody cared. And that makes the difference. And I think we can all do that kind of thing. We can convey to others that they matter to us. Even the strangers, even the the people at the checkout counter, anybody, we can give them a smile. Something that, that makes their day a little brighter. We all have that within us to do.
1: We're talking to Dr. Paul Coleman. His book is Finding Peace When Your Heart Is in Pieces. Uh, We're going to jump around. I want to get back to some of the things in the book in just a little bit. But I wanted to first talk about here we are, holiday season, and there's going to be tension and grief and disharmony in some households. You know, the holidays aren't always a peaceful time. Can you give us some wisdom to help us navigate there?
3: Yeah. Well, you know, we need, to find, we need to ask people what it is that we need from them. There are, there are friends and family members who might be good at some things but not good at other things. For example, if you're going through a rough time, you might need a friend who's a good listener. Okay, ask those people. But don't ask the people who are not the best listeners to listen. They might be the person who can say, hey, let's go to the movies for a distraction. Or they might be the kind of person who says, hey, what can I what can I prepare for you? What can I help you out with? They're the doers, but they may not be the good listeners. So you want to find out what is it that you really could benefit from? Do you need someone helping you out physically? Do you need someone to, to be a good listener? Do you need someone to be a distraction? Find those people who are good at those things, because not everybody is good at all of those
1: things. Wow. And and we can't expect them, everybody to be good at everything, or we can't expect everybody to to react and think the way we do?
3: No, because everyone has their own their own problems and difficulties too. Um, and it can be just a sad time, you know, if there's somebody not there. Um, this might be the first Thanksgiving, first Christmas time, first Hanukkah, first anything, that someone's not going to be there. So, you know, you, you can expect to be somewhat sad. Uh, that's not unusual, and you don't want to be too hard on yourself for that. Um, but sometimes there's no easy, easy way to get through it. You know, there's, there's grief is there for a reason because the people we lost really meant something to us. So it's normal to have some pain associated with that loss.
1: Dr. Coleman, one of the parts in your book that I really enjoyed, page one twelve, the four assurances. Can you talk to us about the four assurances?
3: Well, that's an interesting uh, choice that you made. Um, this, this, ta- this comes about uh, during, I think, what I call the. Uh, the path of release, which is the path that when you go on it, you're going to have to let go of certain beliefs or attitude that no longer serve you. Um, and, and that's not always an easy thing for people to do. Um, so one of the things of the Four Assurances is, is a quote from a, a Franciscan priest who wrote a book called The Naked Now. And his quote is, You will live yourself into a new way of thinking rather than thinking yourself into a new way of living. And by that, I think one of that, that means is that we sometimes can't always talk ourselves into a positive way. We have to move forward without knowing exactly what we're going to face, face these new situations, and create uh, new ideas and new insights to help us cope. Um, because we can't just have it all easy for us. We wish it was, but it never really works out that way.
1: That, like Dorothy, she had to live herself into a new way of thinking, yes,
3: and another insight is you will receive insights, you know Dorothy had the the, the, the Scarecrow and the Tin Man as you know, and you have uh, Frodo from The Hobbit having Gandalf and Star Wars, you had Luke Skywalker having Obi wan Kenobi those people represented. The, the smart, wise people that we will encounter and receive insights from. And sometimes the insights is our own intuition, our own deeper self that actually can be very wise if we can access it. You know. Right. Um, another uh, four assurances is, is that we have to learn how to cope with uncertainty. We try to reduce uncertainty when we're scared, and we really can't reduce it to a zero. There's always a degree of uncertainty. We never really know for sure what could happen. And we can learn to peacefully coexist with uncertainty. And if we can do that, we will have far less fear as we go through whatever transformation we're going through.
1: We're talking to Dr. Paul Coleman. His book is Finding Peace When Your Heart is in Pieces. And I saw on TV the other day, the um, it was a movie playback, What About Bob? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that?
3: That's actually one of my only favorite movies about therapists.
1: (laughs) When I hear you talk, I can picture myself showing up at your front door on Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: right. Right, Baby Steps. Oh,
1: Baby Steps, Baby Steps. Well, it really is wonderful to talk to you. Do you have a website where we could get more
3: information? Yes. Um, You can find me at findingpeaceinyourheart.com and uh, there's videos on youtube there's plenty of videos they can watch there's some articles that they can read there's some downloads of information that they can get free of charge findingpeaceinyourheart.com he
1: is a generous soul and i could listen to him talk forever dr paul coleman maybe you've seen him on oprah or read his work in cosmo or parenting magazines he's a hudson valley man so i hope he will come back again and again It's the hectic holiday shopping season. Hydrate people and make sure the water you drink is good for you. Nutritionist Patricia Murphy has created Nature's Healthiest Certification, so you'll soon be able to see right on the label if the water you choose is actually healthy. Patricia works for V water. Try the regular or one of their six organic flavors. Why did Patty want to create the best water?
4: There were so many beverages out there that just were not healthy, but were purporting to be healthy. And people were confused. I mean, people are confused about what's truly healthy and what's not. And as a nutritionist myself, I see that every day. So we really went out to create some very good beverages without using sugars or any kind of sweeteners at all, whether natural, artificial, or anything. And we partnered with some very good flavor houses to help us create beverages that didn't need to be sweetened because we take the actual sweetness from the fruit itself. They're all organic. They're certified USDA organic. They're produced in an organic plant here in upstate New York, it's Adirondack Beverages. And they've been wonderful partners for us. And it's amazing in the less than two years that some has been out, the reception we've gotten. its You know, people just love the product, and invariably we get questions like, is this really healthy for you? You know, what's it sweetened with? You know, so we're able to tell our story to people and, and get people involved. We have a lot of consumers saying, oh, we need this. We need to understand this, because it is so confusing. Sure,
1: and I think people really want to do the right things. You know, I live in a hiking town. People come mm-hmm. down off the mountain. They go into the deli, and it says here this is a vitamin-enhanced water, or a uh, nature infused drink and they're like, yeah, I'm a hiker. I want to have something good. And you're hot and you're sweaty and you maybe don't turn it over and see that there's chemicals in there or uh, sweeteners that aren't so good for you. And I think people, now it's starting to change, but there was a while there when we would say things like, well, they... They couldn't print that if it wasn't true. They couldn't put it on a label if it wasn't true. And really, that's the big story here. Yes, you can put something on a label if it's not true. So thank goodness for nature's healthiest certification.
4: Are you out there certifying things as we speak? We're just in the process of launching it right now. We've just got a couple of products under our belt, and we're in the process of uh, reaching out to some other companies right now to try to launch this really nationwide. You know, We hope in the next couple of months to do a lot more. They're leaving it to the food industry to kind of police themselves, and they're really not doing a good job. And, you know, it could be something maybe natural, or it might say it's naturally flavored, but it's got a lot of preservatives and, and artificial sweeteners in it.
1: Healthy has become a marketing adjective and gotten away from the true sense
4: of the word. Exactly, exactly. I wanted to ask you, because you are a
1: nutritionist and you will know the answer to this question, how much water should the average person be drinking every day?
4: Well, you know, it's different for everybody. Now, a lot of people say it's the eight glasses of water a day. Um, there's a lot of little formulas that people have, but, um, you know, it's different for everybody. The weather, if it's hot out, you know, if you're sweating a lot, doing a lot of exercise. But I think eight glasses is a pretty good rule for most people. If it's hot out and you're exercising and you're sweating, drink more. Don't allow yourself to get thirsty because, like I said, if if you're thirsty, then you're already 1% to 2% dehydrated. So don't allow, whatever you have to do, don't allow y- yourself to get too thirsty. And, you know, we're going into the winter months and a lot of people that exercise and even runners and things that, that exercise in the winter, forget about that sometimes because we're not hot. We're not, you know, we're, we're technically sweating, but we don't feel it so yeah. much. So I've actually worked with run- runners and really emphasize the importance of hydrating all winter long because you're still losing water, even though it's, it's just not as evident. You don't get the same cues when it's 30 below outside <laughs> that you get, you know, when it's 80 degrees and humid. So uh, hydration is so important. So take your body's cues, But I, I do recommend that people drink all
1: day long. Sanovi, drink for more. Your thought for the week is next.
0: You're listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show with Casey on 100.7 WHUD. If you have a question or want more information about anything you've heard on the show, email kcradio at gmail.com. Information, fun, and inspiration. This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show.
1: Ladies, you know how good it feels to catch a glimpse of your own reflection and smile back at it. Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco can help refresh your reflection naturally. Long-lasting Thermage uses radiofrequency to strengthen your skin. Thermage can help you regain a youthful contouring of your cheekbones and jaw. It works great on stretch marks and on your legs and around your knees, too. A Fraxel laser treatment pinpoints sunspots, scars, and wrinkles and stimulates your own natural collagen. Fraxel can help change damaged skin into glowing, healthy skin. Ladies, in less time than a yoga class or a mani-pedi, you can renew and rejuvenate your skin and smile back at your reflection. Take the first step today. Call Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology in Mount Kisco. Here's the number, 914-241-3003. And visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. Hi, it's Casey. Thanks for tuning in this week. Keep in touch on the Circle of Women page on Facebook and at CaseyRadio.com. I leave you with a quote Dr. Coleman used in his book, Finding Peace When Your Heart Is in Pieces. It's by Og Mandino, who wrote, I love the light, for it shows me the way, yet I will endure the darkness, because it shows me the stars. See you next week.
0: You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show with Casey and Ella's Leash Production. The content of Shine On, the health and happiness show is intended for general information purposes only. Shine On, the health and happiness show is made possible with support from the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Let Dr. David Bank recapture your youthful look. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at caseyradio.com. Join Casey for another edition of Shine On, the health and happiness show next Sunday morning from 100.7 WHUD.